Ignition. You are now listening to Trap Chat Alley Oop, the fans' plug for all Raptors talk and more. We serve it up and throw it down. Presented by Trap Sense 95, enhancing your Raptors fan experience. Follow us on SoundCloud and all social media platforms at TRAPD95. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are back. We are back. Trap Chat Alley Oop season number four. Episode 17 or 18. Or we lost count, I, I, but it's been a while. We're in that though. area. We've been we're in that area. I am Mikey Charlie alongside my man. I am illicit. Everything feels backwards. We're flipped around. I don't know, man. This is gonna be a weird show. It's all good. We're still gonna make it work. It's like the Raptors for the most part. Well, you know, although they're not, nothing's chip. perfect, right? Nothing. You got to go through the turmoil to to come out on the other side yes. a winner, right? You got to go through it, man. So, what's good in Raptors land? Man? Well, listen, you were wrong a bit. I yeah. was wrong a bit too, but you, I were, was more, wrong. you were more wrong than I, I was. Because I said two and one, you said three and zero. Oh. Yeah, and that was pretty yeah. far off base. Well, we, uh, we were both wrong. I'll be honest; it's probably the first time we've been really wrong. The whole season. Yeah. Really? I mean... It wasn't the greatest week. No, man. But you know what? It's And when you look at it in hindsight, which we will, it wasn't a terrible week. It just wasn't a good week. Yes. Uh, we are going to run it back. We'll talk about Charlotte travesty. And then we'll also talk about, of course, the Denver game and Phoenix. And then we'll... Uh, you know, we'll take a look ahead, including tonight's game. Again. Tonight's game. This is an early rendition. Well, yeah. it's a late rendition because we're a day late to record yeah. it. But we're early recording it so we can go watch the game. Yeah. 10.30 start there. Uh, and then, of course, Sacramento-Utah back-to-back on Sunday the 8th and Monday the 9th. All right. So we'll, we'll look ahead there. And we'll also get into some general NBA talk. We don't usually do that. Sometimes we do. And I think it's time we... There's a lot going on. Yeah. So maybe we touch on a few little a subjects and just and see where we're at. You know what I'm saying? Take a little look, see around the league and see what's happening on places other than the Toronto Raptors. Uh, you know, and lastly, universe. I think we're going to do some fantasy, which we really didn't get much into last week. And I want to talk fantasy a little bit because I've had a happy uh, you, two weeks. You want to talk. Uh, this week, I'm struggling. We'll talk about it, though. All we'll right. Talk about it. Let's go. I'm ready. You ready? Yeah, let's, let's, do, let's do this. This is Trap Chat Alley presented by Trap Since 95, enhancing your Raptors fan experience. Visit trapsince95.com and follow us on all social media platforms at TRAPD95. Oh, shit. Oh, 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 no, oh, run that back. Run that back. Man, you gotta run that back. Run it back. Alright, run it back. Yeah, so we are going to take a little bit of a look into what happened in the week of Raptors this past week. It was bittersweet and more bitter, much more bitter than it was sweet. Well, say that. listen, there's only one game here that that as far as I'm concerned was a uh you know, uh, maybe the worst loss of the year. I think it's the worst, not necessarily the worst game, but the worst loss. Yes, I would say that. I don't know. It was. I think there's a difference. 
so we're obviously talking about that that Charlotte game. They always get us one time a year. Always. They take that one game that they shouldn't take, but they still manage to take it. Last year, I remember it was uh, uh, a last second three point dagger to take us down near the towards the end of the season. How about this? Uh, I only really got one thing to say about this whole game. So you go ahead, talk all you want. Tell them stats and do your thing, but I only got one thing to say about this. The final, game. the final score was 99 to 96 in favor of the Hornets. This was a Raptors home game, and uh, sorry, I'm, I'm confused. This is not. This is a. This is a bad loss in general. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Look at it. It's terrible, after, brother. After the first he's quarter. He's looking at the stats right now. This is yeah, in Radio Land. He's looking at the stats, and he's looking at the game flow on the app. Yeah. After and the he first just quarter. realized how awful yeah. it really was. Yeah. Like, in the second quarter, it really got away from the Raptors. They managed to whittle it down and kind of make it a back-and-forth affair at the end of the game, but they just couldn't pull it out. Um... Let's hear your rant, man. No, no, not yet. I'm not done because mine's going to take a second. So what about how did Siakam do? Siakam, uh, well, he scored 24 points, but he's wildly, wildly inefficient. Uh, What does that mean? Nine for 23. Yeah, that's awful. That's awful. One for five from three, five for nine from the line. Hold on. Stop. Stop with the one for five because we'll get to the line in a minute. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something. Siakam is turning out to be an awesome three-point shooter. Yep. But I don't want him getting stuck in shooting. One of five is not acceptable. Yeah. It's just not. Stop shooting. He's a better, like, player in the post anyway. Mix it up, in and out. I'm I'm not saying don't shoot, but at one for five, you should know to stop shooting. Mm. And it's, you know, I'm concerned... That again, we've talked about this. This is what worried me about not having Kawhi is not the the, the, the de- depth and the talent on this team. It's late in games. Who are we going to? Well, I think this is why Nick Nurse is trying to prime Siakam right now. He's trying to get him touches during the regular season so that he's ready for that action during the playoffs. Um, you know, one of the knocks on Siakam from a general standpoint has been him not be able, being able to step up to that high level. He's not assertive during, enough. Well, during, especially during opponents that are like high caliber. You know, I think Agreed. that's one of the biggest. Giannis. Yeah, Giannis. Uh, even in Miami, uh, Bam. I mean, don't get me wrong. Bam, Bam shut down Giannis the other day for the most part. You know, but I mean that these are matchups that Siakam is going to have to deal with. Especially in the playoffs, you're gonna you're gonna be playing the best of the best, right? There is a chance we'll be playing Miami. There's a chance we'll be playing Milwaukee. So okay, so you have to be ready for these so challenges. So the next question is, what was the line number? Yeah, so I think even more even more so than the three point uh, percentage was his late uh, his free throw percentage as of late. In this particular game, it was five for nine. And I think that's a very... Hold on. That's a hold very on, hold alarming... Hold on, hold on, hold on, That's an no, alarming no, no, stat. No, stop. Five for nine? Five for nine. Five for nine. Five for nine from the line. What's the percentage? 60? Is that what that is? Uh, It's just over just, 60. Just over 60? Yeah. Listen. 
Or maybe just under 60. I, yeah, yeah, no, actually, just it's under just under, I think it's like 58 or 57 yeah. or something yeah. like that. Anyway, uh, it's closer to, like, it's closer to the 50 mark than it is to the 90 mark. That's for sure, yeah. And if he's an elite star and he wants to win, I don't give a shit about the one for five as bad as it is. Mm-hmm. I care a lot about five for nine from the free throw line. Especially down the stretch, fourth quarter. Like, you got to make those, man. You got to make those free throws. Listen, I am haunted by him missing that free throw last year in the playoffs. They went on to win. But the game, man, obviously the series. But it's really, really, really scary that the best player on your team isn't shooting at least 80% from the line. So much so well, that I, hold on, that the, my knock on Giannis of Antetokounmpo always is. Free throw. He can't freaking shoot a free throw. Although he's perfect last night. Yeah, he can be perfect well, last night. It cost them a title last year. The Raptors won because Giannis can't shoot. And the say, ah, and outside too. But he's been better at the three-point line. Yeah. But the point is, make him a jump shooter. Make him a shooter. Take yeah. him to the line. Yeah. Like, use every foul you got. Yeah. I don't want that to be Siakam because I'm telling you right now, all that transpires is wins in the regular season. You don't win in the playoffs. Yeah, and Siakam, we know he's a he's a good free throw shooter. Normally, he does shoot over 80. Um, lately, he's been s- struggling and... He's dipped below even, 80 now. Yeah, but even in a longer-term perspective, in the in the clutch fourth quarter, you know, he's not as clutch on the free throw line as you would want him to be. And and to me, it really says something about leadership when you can tune out everything and not in the middle of the, 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 the hustle and bustle of the game because that, you know, energy can transfer, you know, and he's obviously really good at that. Yeah. But he needs to be able to focus too. Yeah. And Kawhi I- Leonard, I, I think, showed them last year. I hope they can tap into it. Yeah, and I mean not to completely, you know, shit on Siakam. Like we still have faith in our guy. No, no. Just that. Listen, he's it's a bad, growing pain. It's he, a growing no, pain. He needs to get over this hump. That's yeah. all. And, I'm not saying he can. I actually, I think it's completely the opposite. Yeah, exactly. I think that this is just going to make him a better player. Yeah, I think, and, and I think he has the right right mindset because even uh, the other day he tweeted out, you know, like. You have to cut. I'm paraphrasing, but he said you have to go through adversity in order to grow. Absolutely. Right? So, I, okay. So, so now, um, what did uh, Kyle Lowry do? Because that's my rent. Oh, like, this wasn't your rent? No, absolutely not. Not even close. Oh wow. Okay. Well, Kyle Lowry. He, this uh, game was terrible. It was a bad game. He he had 21 points, but also very inefficient. Uh, Five for 14 from the field. Three for 12 from deep. Three from 12! Three for 12! That's 25%. 25%! Brother. Yeah, that's not good. Brother. No, not for a guy who sh- was shooting like almost 45% last year. Mm-hmm. And this year has been shooting all right. Yeah. But you know what? That's not even my argument. I was actually kind of shocked to hear those numbers. I think it's, it's my rant. The last shot. My rant last has shot. to I know. do. I know. With the last play, second last play of the game. Yeah. So, 
I paint it like this. Mm -hmm. The Raptors go down. They miss. Lowry gets the rebound with under five seconds left. The Raptors have not one, but two timeouts left. <laughs> two! The room is shaking right now. <laughs> he doesn't call the timeout. He doesn't hold the ball for the last shot. He just grabs it and shoots it up at the rim for like a desperation looking shot with almost three seconds left in the game. And then, after that, they get the, Charlotte gets the ball back, tosses it down, they call a timeout, sorry. What, you know, what Lowry should have done. Advance the ball. Advance the ball. And then something happened where Hollis Jefferson fouled before the damn inbounds. Mm -hmm. How do you do that? At you that know, the point. ball wasn't even in damn play yet. At that point in the game, yeah. And I don't know if you understand this or not, but how that works is they get the foul, but they get the ball back. They get the free throw, yeah, and a ball and the ball back. Yeah. Luckily, he missed one. Mm-hmm. I don't know who it was. I can't remember who actually shot the free throws. It's kind of irrelevant. And then the Raptors get the ball back. They call the timeout now so they can advance the ball, which is what they should have done the play before. And, you know, Norm Powell gets the ball, they inbound it to him, and he gets shoots a, you know, a, a very at the contested in, in the middle not of the easy, play. Not Listen, an easy shot. Not I am not saying anything negative about Norman Powell. That shot wasn't on him. Agreed. It was contested, and to be honest, they had two seconds. I think they had less than that. Might have been less than that. I'm saying at the most. It's basically catch and shoot. Yeah, they they had enough to catch and shoot. Yeah, maybe one dribble, and you know I've seen wins like that, but that's not on Norm Powell. Kyle Lowry is supposed to be the leader of this franchise. Not only I don't just mean that like as a person, and he is. I'm not ever gonna knock him as a guy. But his basketball smarts have got to be way bit, way, way better. Well, they normally, they normally are. I think this is one of the <laughs> the rare cases where he made the absolute wrong decision. I mean, you, I know you were calling that he should have made called the timeout. In my perspective, if he wanted to shoot or if he wants to continue to play, that's fine. But he shouldn't have shot it at that moment. Like you have to have the game awareness. The game was tied. When the Raptors took possession of the ball, it was there like was so many 30, mistakes. 35, 33 seconds left. So obviously there'd be extra time after, after you run the shot out clock the clock and you take yeah. your shot. Which is basically so, what they did. It was almost out. Yeah, basically. So basically though, if you get that rebound, you should know, okay, you don't you wanna run that clock down to the last possible second before you take that shot. Why You're why at home! You, why would you risk the other team A getting the ball game. back? You're at home! Yeah, why would you risk the other team getting the ball back and hitting a buzzer beater? Nah, you don't want that. You hold it to the last second and then take the shot if that's what you're going to do, if you're not going to call the timeout. And instead, Kyle Lowry just jacked it up 
a lot of people or a few people uh, you know who I interacted with on Twitter are saying oh but he's wide open but not I don't care about it's game, that it's a game situation man it's a game situation you play it you play the game according to the situation in that case you, that was the absolute wrong move to make it was it as was. Alyssa said you could have called the timeout too if you didn't want to call the timeout which I'm not I'm not opposed for that but you got to hold on to the ball even if you don't end up taking a shot at the end as as Alyssa said you're at home man go to overtime at home that's fine but don't and get they the were team. down up 17 points they clawed all the way back they would have won that game yeah. I'm telling you right now yeah don't give the other team a chance to close it out right at the end and you already know Charlotte does that stupid shit man they did it to us last year anyway all right so my rant is done and it took up this almost this whole segment so yeah. The next game, please. Denver. So, uh, off the heels of this game, the Raptors have to play another road game in uh, Denver. And, um, well, I mean, sorry, was this, a, this was the first uh, road game. First road yeah, game. This yeah, this is the first road yep. game to kick off the, the road, road trip. Yeah. yeah. And against Denver, we knew it was a tough game. Yeah, Denver is coming off of a humiliating loss. And uh, they basically, for the more or less, they wiped our butts with the floor. Okay, so uh, the only little thing I'm going to talk about this game, actually, and I, because I agree, listen, we knew, I actually picked them to lose this game anyway. Yeah. Last week. Going so, into this game, like, uh, especially with the injuries. That, I which is what I was going to say, which is what I was going to say Abaka here. Nah, and Van Vliet the last game, it didn't out. matter to me, those injuries, but this game made a difference. Yeah. They, they were missing someone up front. Jokic just destroyed them, and that's all I'm going to say about this. The injuries is what lost in this game, and I thought they were going to lose anyway. But yeah. it goes after they, you know, after you lose that Charlotte one, the Denver one hurts a little more now, man. Yeah, but I mean, especially the Charlotte one though. That wasn't. Well, that's the what one I mean. Had to no, and, and well, that's my point because now you you can lose the Denver one knowing that you're in a situation that you you don't match up well against them that night. Yeah. And it's okay. Use it as a learning experience for the young guys, and let yeah. and Hollis go go on the five, and like th- there's a reason for that. I get it. As long as you compete, you're good in that situation. Yeah. But you had to win the Charlotte game to make that really worth yeah. a while. Yeah, now, exactly. like so, you know, two in a row. Now you lost, so right? That, yeah. Well, three. Which Actually, makes that it was three. three. Yeah. Game which was the first. Which again, they hadn't lost more than three in a row. Like uh, they haven't lost four in a row since 2017. Yeah. yeah. So at least they didn't lose four in a row though, because on Tuesday they played the Phoenix Suns, and the Phoenix Suns are basically the cure for all that ails any NBA team. I feel bad for Devin Booker, man, because to be honest, that team's actually not terrible. They have they just, parts. They have just, pieces. They're just young and very inexperienced everywhere, and yeah. they're not built amazing. Yeah. So, they're not going to win. They're going to be yeah. the bottom half of yeah. the, the Western Conference all the time. Despite Aiton's but godly rebounding prowess. Well, it's, you know, I think he has something to prove after being out of the half the season, too. Right? Yeah. But, I mean, um, we, we saw from last season he was... Yeah. I had him on fantasy last year. He was good last year. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't keep him because he was almost this year, but whatever. Yeah. Um, and, but now the last game here in against Phoenix, we knew it was going to be a win. We both picked this one. Yeah. And I... I'm thankful that they got through this with a win because it was actually not yep. that easy. They fought, but by the yep. end of this, the third quarter, they started to yep. to show the team they are. Even with the, you know, Boucher had an awesome game. Mm. Well, 
Siakam even returned to form. Oh, I yeah. think the past few games pre- previous true. to that, Siakam was struggling, but uh, in this game, he came back in prime Siakam form. And I forgot, you know what? We forgot to shout out OG Ananobi in the Denver game, man. This guy had a career game. I think he finished with, what, 33 points, was it? Career high, 33, 33 points. Yep. Seven steals. Seven, Seven steals, listen, listen. man. I have OG right now. That's like prime OG. If, they, if we see half of this OG, listen, if, if OG in the playoffs. If OG averages, let's say, 16 points, mm-hmm. two threes. Yeah, man. If he averages and four steals, I'll take three, man. Bro, I'll take uh, three. Oh, okay, three. Let's I'll say three. three. Yeah, yeah, averaging. Let's say he gets that. Yo, the Raptors are gonna yeah. be flipping deadly, yep. deadly, dangerous, man. That's why I want to see OG. I want to see all these guys in prime form for the playoffs. So hopefully, moving forward, the Raptors will. I you think know, guys are get coming back, back to health. Yeah, exactly. We'll talk about that coming I think, up. I think Gasol is pretty much there, but they're just holding him out a little bit longer to get him a little bit extra rest. Yeah. All right, we'll talk more about that after the break. You can find us everywhere. You can find a podcast, hashtag TCAO. You can find it in Google Play. You can find it on iTunes. You can find it on Stitcher. You can find it on Anchor.fm. Spotify. Spotify. You can find it on Listen Sound. Of course, this year we've been broadcasting live from Say Radio, the voice of Seneca College. Stick around. We'll be right back. Trap Chat Alley The fans plug for all Raptors talk and more. We serve it up and throw it down. Daddy Mark Mark Daddy Sopa Kata make a jump. All right, we are back on Trap Chat Alley. I am Mikey Charlie, and alongside me is Illicit. I'm Aaron. I really like that intro. I think it's my yeah. favorite. It's, it, it flows it, right into the music. It's actually. dope, and it's like, it's all a key. We have to chain any of that stuff. So yeah. I, it was fun to make that one, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> the jump, man. That's what it's about. All right, let's get into this. So tonight's game, we're uh, 10.30 Eastern time, which is, I guess, 7.30 over there, 630, yeah, 730. 7:30, 7:30. Over there in the West Coast, we're playing Golden State Warriors. Oh, the first we're, we're time we're back, back to, the, to the Toronto Oracle. Well, <laughs> except that they don't play at the Oracle. I know, because we shut that so building down. So I think, I think it's time to like, you know, build a new tradition and start yeah. winning. Like, yeah. isn't it? Like, we win tonight and then beat them again at some point. They're not gonna be in the playoffs, so we're not gonna yeah. play them again in, the, in yeah. there. But. At that point, maybe you know we win a couple next year, and it's like you know, yeah. Their last I couple losses were at the were against exactly. the, the first couple losses. Exactly. Against, I like exactly. that. So I mean, the Raptors shut down the Oracle in grand fashion, winning their first ever championship title, and they come back to the area because again, it's not the same city, but it's the same area, the Bay Area, where they clinched the ultimate goal, the NBA championship. So this is their first time back in the Bay Area in Golden State to take on the Warriors. And guess who's making their season, or it's not season. It's, I know, he played a but, couple games, but, but, you know. Since being injured, coming back. I, I think they were aiming for this one for him yeah, to come back. Yeah, for sure. Like, <laughs> I mean, he probably this picked is, this one. This is symbolic. Yeah, Don't think it was just random. One. No, no, this he could have came back on Sunday. Yeah. They were talking about it on yeah. the, But then he played in a G League game. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. This is symbolic, man. Steph Curry is back. 
and I, obviously he's trying to extract some revenge. I wonder how his hand is. It's not on his shooting hand, so. No. So hopefully we have Van Vliet back tonight. I'm not sure. I haven't heard anything about I have that. Van Vliet and Ibaka on my my roster. I, I, I no, need them just. No offense. I haven't heard about either one. You mentioned. They're, they're both questionable. You mentioned Gasol is probably ready, and I read that about a week ago. Yeah. But they're in no rush to get him back. They yeah. just want to make sure that he's healthy 100%. And rested. Yeah. And more, more than ready. healthy and rested. Yeah. And, and, and that being said, I haven't heard anything about Freddie and, and, but again, and Ibaka. So. I've been checking on a regular basis for other reasons, and the last I've seen is they're questionable. So. We'll see what happens. Questionable could mean they play. Could. Yeah, it's a 50-50, basically. It's a toss-up. So. I don't think they need him. I think if they... I think, they might well, well, I think give them another, another night now, man. I think they need Van Vliet more than... Uh, I don't. I don't think Ibaka. they do. Not so right who's going to lock up Steph? Your boy? Your nah. boy, Maka? He's your boy. It's your I, boy. I don't even know why you That's think he's boy. my boy. <laughs> You're the one who's always defending him, man. <laughs> I'm just saying that he's not as bad as you he's make not, him seem. He's not... Completely useless. I'm not saying that. He but got to start the other night. Okay, but does it does it say that he should have started? Who should have started over him? Who do you think? I'm asking you. Terrence Davis, man. All right. Come on. I I agree. Come on, man. I agree. But that being said, does that not screw up the second unit scoring, which they already have hard time? It's already screwed up anyway, man. So so what? Make it worse? It. Just roll with it, man. Just just deal with it. Deal with it. I don't know. I. I, it, you know what? I don't think they need to rush Freddie back. If he needs another day, take another day. This, this is a terrible team. Yeah, well, I mean, I think the Raptors could still handle uh, Golden State with Steph Curry. Remember, this is his first game back in uh, an NBA situation. So, yeah, he'll get his few shots, but I don't think his conditioning will be up oh, to that level. He's going to so. be Steph Curry, but who cares? It's Steph Curry and Andrew Wiggins against the Raptors. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I think the Raptors should be able to pull this out. It's going to be fun to watch Andrew yeah. Wiggins play for Yeah, I mean, so far, it seems like Wiggins is starting to adapt his game. Well, I don't think that's the thing. I don't think he needed to adapt his game. I think this is just suits his style more. Well, I was, reading, I was actually reading an article. He's, he's like changing the, the shots that he takes, his shot selection. I would believe that, but that's because he has to, because he's not going to be the number one scorer on that team, or number two even. He'll yeah. be number three at least. Yeah. At least. Yeah. And and all they need him to do is get to the bucket. If they yeah. can get him driving, yep. man, Instead that, of pulling team, up that team's going to be deadly. Yeah. The team's going to be deadly. That's true, man. So we'll see what that experiment uh, you know how that one goes. I'm looking forward to it. It's, it's going to be a good game tonight. Yeah. After that, we have uh, on Sunday the road trip continues in Sacramento against the Kings. Uh, they've been a, a bit of a surprise for me. Um. In what respect? They're not as bad as I thought they were going to be. Well, they're not as bad, but I mean, they've been dealing with some injuries. Marvin Bagley's been out for, for a, a good chunk now, of the yeah. season. Um, even uh, Fox has been uh, yep, Darren Fox in and out, too, yeah. you know. So um, I, they're obviously no match for the the Raptors, especially if Freddie's back. I don't think there's and maybe one of the big guys back the at Baca. some point here. Yeah, one of them back at some point here. Um, I don't think they need it against Golden State, but they probably do against Sacramento. And that being said, I still think the Raptors should be able to win this one. It's yeah, it's a you know they're on their fourth game of a road trip at this point now, but 
at least the competition ain't top tier right now. Yeah. Right? And the Raptors, again, the Raptors have been a strong road team. I think they're the or maybe like the third best uh, road, road team. team. Yeah. And this is given into account injuries. I think one thing a lot of uh, media outside of Toronto overlooks when they look at the Raptors are the injuries. The Raptors actually have are the fourth they have lost the fourth most game, man games, to injury this season. Yeah, and look what and they yet are. Those, those other three teams are Cleveland, Golden State, and it was another Portland, one. I think. Maybe it was Portland. It, was Portland. it might have been Portland. And, but look at those other teams. They're not playoff teams. Yeah. The Raptors are fighting for the second place in the Eastern third, Conference. They're number three in, in the league. In the NBA. So that goes to show you. Bro, that if that doesn't like, show you, without three of your starters right now, yeah, and out two or three almost the whole year, if that doesn't I, tell you something, I'm about to use an old school reference. Reference, but wait until they form Voltron. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> that went over everybody's yeah. head. That's not our age. Yeah. <laughs> But basically, when you see what happens in the playoffs with the with the healthy Raptors, you guys will know what we're talking about. I'm I'm excited, man. I'm looking forward to the end of the season. It's starting to be fun. Yeah. I mean, it was always fun, but it's yeah. It's at the point where I was saying to someone yesterday that this is my favorite time of year, man. Mm-hmm. March Madness kicks around. I don't, you know, I don't really have an allegiance. I just love basketball. Yeah. So, I, well, I catch a couple college games. I know they're on TV. I get a chance. The playoff hunt is coming, and 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 you know, and if yeah. the Leafs are at any good, and not losing to Zamboni drivers, <laughs> then then you know it's fun in the city too, right? People yeah. are always hyped, and uh, I would say March is my favorite sports month of the year. Yeah. Baseball just is starting, and. Yeah. I think it's my favorite. Yeah, it's pretty good, man. It's action-packed, that's for sure. One more game uh, on the schedule this week. The very next night, the Raptors will play Utah in Utah. Uh, this is a tough game. That's a 9 o'clock start. With, without our big men? It's, well, it's, this is a, that might be a loss. Without a, our big men, but hopefully, again, as he, you said, we'll have at least one, one of two, them back. Yeah, even then, though, I mean, Rudy Gobert is one of the best. He is, but Utah, man, Utah's... That team that they'll win some big games and they'll drop some games that they probably should win as well. So it's a gettable game. I will kind of lean, especially with the situation. I'm taking a loss on this one. I'll lean on the side of a loss. I'll I'll agree with you, but it's not. I hope, you know, we always, whenever I pick a loss for the Raptors, I always feel guilty. But at the same time, I'm just looking at it as trying to be as, as, you know, subject or objective as I can. So Mm -hmm. I'm not. You know, have no bias behind it, and I yeah. and I just think that that one's going to be a real tough game for the Raptors. So I'm saying two and one this week. Yeah. So we'll see uh, how that pans out. After that, the Raptors have four days off before going home, and then, you know it's that that's four a, days. Cool see, that's week. what I'm saying. So maybe you you know just you go bring, all out. Yeah, you bring you bring maybe one of them big men back at least. Yeah. On that day, because then they get four days rest right after. Yep. Exactly. So you got to bring one of them back that day. I think. If Freddie's not already back by then, he should be back that day too. Mm-hmm. And then you get four days off. Like, relax. Yeah. You know, go through light practice the first day. You don't even need to run hard. You know, get guys healthy. This is a, this is a really lucky little break after mm-hmm. the All Star break here. That as long as they, you know, they only lost the first two of this, of this, uh, yeah. you know, oh, well, this road trip. If they only lose, you know, they win three, lost two. I'm okay with that. Man. To be honest, that this fourth uh, four day break is probably going to be the longest break from here on in to the end of the year. So like even through playoffs. Yeah, I agree. 
So, but I bet most teams in the NBA don't get this four-day break right now either. Yeah. I think yeah. it's it's a yeah. it's a good thing as long as we we got to win the next couple games because mm-hmm. that that Utah one would be great to go four and one, but yeah. but three and two will make me happy. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. We'll see how it goes. And um, well, we got lots of time today, so I wanted to, to, to talk about um, you know the the upcoming playoff run here. All right. Um, obviously, the Raptors are aiming for number two. Who do you think is the most ideal matchup at seven for them to play right now? See, when it comes to that, I always say, you know, just play your games, win as much as you can, and see where the chips okay, fall. Okay, okay. But what I know, you're, oh, okay. I know you're asking though. Pick a team. In terms of picking a team, I'm gonna have to go with Brooklyn. You want to play, play well, Brooklyn? I mean, Orlando. I'd rather play, I, I would Orlando, play Orlando, I think. but I don't think Orlando's gonna be able to. You think to, they're gonna be the eight seed? Yeah. Yes, I would rather play Orlando for sure. Okay, yeah. but I'm I'm if if you're asking me who I think we're actually going to be playing, I think it's Brooklyn. How do you think we match up against them? We lost it. Remember, we lost to them. Recently. Yeah, we did. But I mean, playoffs, man. Not a very good game. We played like crap. Yeah, but playoffs is a different story, man. I, in a seven-game series, with the way Nick Nurse is going to prepare the team, the Raptors are going to win that. I agree. I think so too. Um, so Nick Nurse was asked. He, he he's a fan of the Arkells. Mm-hmm. Do you know the Arkells? Yep, yep. The, the band that he played with. Uh, yeah. After the that's right. Okay, yeah. so you yeah, that's where I was going with that. Yeah. So yeah, but he's a fan of them for real. Yeah. And they're coming, I guess, to Toronto or something. Yeah, during in, in the next couple months. In the next yeah. few months. And yeah, they asked him if he was coming, if he was gonna looking forward to it, and he was gonna be able to see it. And he's like, actually, no. I think we're gonna be in the finals yeah. during that weekend. Yeah. yeah, it's like, nah, sorry. He he Not was time reserved. He, time he was reserved. he was up. looking ahead. Yeah. Pre- prepping for what we're prepping for too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nick Nurse has gone on to really, 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 really win me over. I'm not saying I didn't wasn't expecting to do well. I had no expectations. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know he would excel this much. And and, so, and at at some point here, we got to look at him again as coach of the year, right? Because oh, for sure. No, that's like I mean, he, from what he's again third most man games lost to injury, yep. and we're the third best team in the NBA. Mm-hmm. You're looking at two. To four starters out of the lineup for almost every single game. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's only like five, five games. Five. Yeah. Five games yeah, the starters five have games, played yeah. together. Yeah. That's it. The regular starting the rotation. Regular, who yeah. we know is the starting rotation. Yeah. And just now, OG Ananobi is starting to show you what his potential might be. Might and I'm gonna, be and well, what no, it is. Well, no, well, let's the potential. Ah, consistency. The potential is that, though. Norm Powell. Is starting to show us that he has to develop consistency. the consistency. Yep. As soon as OG gets that, mm-hmm. honestly, man, mm-hmm. he, he's a Kawhi light. Mm-hmm. Like he's not never going to be Kawhi Leonard. He just doesn't have the same kind of body he type. Has to be his own man. Though. But but no, nah, I'm just saying player wise. I know. Be, I know what you're saying. But he can be that elite defender mm-hmm. and still score twenty. And you know, he could be an eighty percent Kawhi. <laughs> yeah, Kawhi Light. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'll tell you something right now. 
as long as he's and I remember he hit a three. Remember he, yeah, in the Cleveland series, he mm-hmm. one game we didn't win a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. They he hit a three, and I thought to myself, this kid's got some cojones, like cojones. And I believe that, like you know, if he can develop into that, maybe he can take some of that pressure off Siakam. Of course. Who I hate to say it, I, I questions a little soft. Doesn't mean he's not amazing, and I think he's an all-star, and he's going to be soft really, in which way? Not aggressive enough. He's not quiet. He's not that. Uh, he's not that. I'm gonna take your heart out. Regardless, player. yeah, no, he. I think he can develop that though. I, I don't know if you can. I, I think that's something you're born with. Maybe, I, but I think you can develop it, it too. But he hasn't been playing basketball so long that you know maybe that it comes with confidence, mm-hmm. and maybe that confidence level just it's hasn't been built yet. I've seen flashes of it, even even during this um, streak where he was playing kind of below subpar. There, uh, in the fourth quarter of, I believe it was the the Denver game, he actually started like driving. He wasn't really successful with it, but you could see the effort was a different level. And I think if he gets that and consistently has that, like going towards your point of being like that person who's like unbreakable on the drive, like I think he developed it. So am I? You have it. And my last quick quick question. We don't have much time. We don't have much time, but um. You know, on a little bigger of a, you know, a scale now, like mm-hmm. a, a bigger piece of the pie. Mm-hmm. Is Freddie a max player? He's a max player. I've, I've said it time and time again, man. Fred Van Vliet is a max player, player, man. He's a max player. I think he proved it in the playoffs last season and this season throughout. Obviously, he's been injured a few times, but a lot of the time when he's on the court, like he provides what you need, man. Stability. Um, my only concern is his injury, injury prone. He's very injury prone. Well, the and whole team can, seems to be yeah, very injury but, prone. Yeah, but this come season. on, he's been he's been out with shoulder issues a lot in the last couple of years. Anyway, I'm not saying he's not. I just was curious to see if you still felt that way, yeah. even without all these injuries. Yeah, I still think so, man. I, I think he's earned it, and I think he's only going to get better. Even Kyle Lowry sings his praises. He says he's the next him. Uh, that Van Vliet is the next Lowry. All right, we'll see. I'm not sure that's the case. Again, it's about about mentality and lifestyle, but we'll see. Um, I do want to say that the Raptors have a legit, legit, legit chance, and I didn't say this at the beginning of the season. I did. They can repeat, man. They're they good repeat, enough. Man. They're I, good enough. I, I knew it. I felt it. They're good enough. I felt I, that they had the I tools. Just, nah, but I, there Plus was, the coach. There was so the many. The coach is a big thing, For too. me, there was so many questions that had to be answered that if people could step up but they have there's no question now yeah like we're enough into the see the sample size is big enough now mm-hmm. that you can especially com- with, like you can say with confidence yeah that they're that good. especially with all the injuries that they yeah. have to deal with and they're still at that level so. yeah. all right so we'll come when we come back we're going to talk about you know a little bit of the same kind of thing we're just we'll kind of keep going here but we'll talk more about the rest of the nba and and stuff that's going on because the playoff hunt is coming. We got 21 games left. 20 games left, 21 games. Something left. like that. So, yeah. so you can find us anywhere you can find a podcast. Hashtag TCAO. Uh yeah. Uh Spotify. Uh, Google Play. iTunes. Yeah. Stitcher. Anchor.fm, Stitcher. Um, Illicit Sound, of course, say radio, the voice of Seneca College. We'll be right back. 
This is Trap Chat Alley U, presented by Trap Since 95, enhancing your Raptors fan experience. Visit trapsince95.com and follow us on all social media platforms at TRAPD95. And by the way, we are the best fans in the world. I don't care what anybody says. If anybody did not watch us in the playoffs. And, and, we, and we need to build a culture for our fans. And that culture is winning, 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 winning. All right, so I'm going to start. Because right. I have a couple things to get out, out of the way first. And then I know you, uh, you had something specific you wanted to talk about. So let me, let me dish off my little, one, little rapid fire ones and then mm-hmm. we'll talk about yours. First, the Raptors win tonight. We yep. clinch a playoff spot. Yep, 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 yep. Once Milwaukee again. obviously already has. Yeah, they're safe and sound. And if I'm correct, this is the quickest we've ever had an opportunity to clinch, clinch. a playoff yeah, spot. Yeah, I, I, I remember last season we actually set the record. And I and, and I think we're one game ahead of that now. Yeah. I think. So, um, number two, that that was just a quick one, Raptor one. Number two, this is the one that I wanted to bring up. And it's not as important as yours, so we'll get it out of the way. What the hell is going on in New York Knickland? <laughs> Masai's going there, right? Um, Masai, Masai likes that drama. In, so, right? so let yeah. me, let yeah. me. Let me, no? let me know, no. like, let me tell people what's going on because I don't know if everyone heard this story yet, but it it blew me away. <laughs> your boy, okay, no, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna diss you, I'm not gonna diss you, not your boy, not your boy. But I don't think anybody's. No, I, at this point now that it, I no, but anyway, Spike Lee, who is, you know, the Knicks super fan. He is. Um, he, he's he, not Batia for the for the he's, Knicks. He's a precursor to not, but like he's. Nav Batia is like what Nav Batia wants to be. Wants to be. Like, he, he, you know, if you think about the Lakers, you think of Jack Nicholson. Yeah. When you think of the Knicks, you think of Spike Lee. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. I think this, I think Spike Lee is the preeminent, like, super, uh, fan. Ce- super celebrity super fan. Celebrity, even more. Yeah. yeah. So, so here's the thing. For the last... 30 years. Something around there. No, no, it's, they did the math, the son interview with, yeah. with Spike. It's 30 years. The last 30 years, Spike has been going through the player and VIP access. Yeah, well, mind you, he has season tickets every year for these past 30 years. And Next season tickets on, are and, the highest. And do you know how much, you know much he pays per ticket? I think it's in the hundred thousands, right? Per ticket? No. It's it's tens of thousands. Thirty thousand. Yeah. A ticket. Three hundred thousand a year at least. Times thirty is almost ten million dollars. Ten million dollars. Crazy. For thirty years. So listen. You think dude ain't welcome to walk through the VIP section since he's been doing it? For twenty five years. And all of a sudden security just out of the blue. Tells him, no, you can't come in here. Yeah. Imagine. Crazy. I, I heard this. I actually, when I first read it, I didn't. Believe I was it. laughing. I didn't know. I didn't believe it. I thought it was bull. No, I saw it like I saw it on all over social media. And then, and then I saw some credible. And then I, sources. yeah, well, that's what I did. I went looking and I found yeah. a couple credible sources. Yeah. And and then I watched a couple interviews. Maybe it was on ESPN. One of them talking heads. I don't know. And. 
I talk to your boy Stephen A. Smith. Oh, he's another one too, man. I watched something today with him, and I just want to, I want to pull my hair out. Anyway, at basically, I just feel sorry for Spike Lee. He said that now he's not, he's banning the the Knicks for the rest of the season. Yeah, he's not coming through. He's not watching the games. How do you alienate your number one fan? The same like, way. Hold on. The same way you alienate a player like Charles, Charles Oakley. Oakley, who played for you. Who was a the, star for the you. heart and soul, the, the fans' choice in basically. my lifetime? Probably the best Nick team ever had him on it. Yep, as a heart and soul, he was like, like the Kyle Lowry kind of in the sense. He might not have been like the the biggest star, but he was like the heart. So, James Dolan, I only got one message for you. Sure. Ship up or shape like ship, you know, ship up, shoot it, ship up, ship up or ship out, shape up, shape out, shape up, shape up, or ship out. I think it's more so ship up. Did you see the aftermath? Um, I think the game, one of the recent games, uh, one of the fans or a whole bunch of the fans were saying, sell the team, sell the team, sell the team. Oh, that was during the game, yeah, that was a chant during the game, yeah, but then the security. Like hauled those fans out and kicked them out, and the before kicking them out, they interrogated what few of them. I didn't see that. Yeah. Listen, James Dolan. It's getting out of hand, man. Get out, man. Give it up, bro. Yeah. Seriously, as a as a real basketball fan, and I hate the flipping Knicks, but like as a franchise, as a, oh, the whole thing. I have, I have friends who are who are avid Knicks fans for whatever reason, and I feel sorry you, for them. You know what? I really I, feel sorry. I, for them. I never used to, as a Bulls fan back in the day. I never felt felt sorry for them because them Charles Oakley teams yeah. were good, and Patrick Ewing was good. They were tough yeah, and gritty. But you know what? John Starks dunked on Michael Jordan. Like yeah. there was there was a legit reason to be excited as a Knicks fan. Yeah. But now the <laughs> franchise is a laughing stock. Mm-hmm. And as a not just a Raptor fan, but as a basketball fan, I beg you, just get your it, shit together just or just it, get out, man. Just sell it, man. Sell it. Sell the team, man. You'll make lots of money. It's the most highest paid franchise in the world. Sell it to in, Spike, in man. Basketball. Yeah, man, I love it. Sell it to Spike and company, whoever you want to put, put on board. All right, that was all I wanted to say. Now, talk a bit about yours a little more. All serious. right, so I think it's makes sense to... You know, address the whole coronavirus issue that's happening right. in, in global affairs. It's right. uh, something that has the potential to be a pandemic worldwide. Um, you know, they're trying to contain it. Obviously, they're taking various measures around the world to prevent that. But if it gets to a point where it's spreading at a you know at a higher rate, I'm wondering like what steps will the NBA take? To kind of uh, you know get around this situation, like would they restrict the amount of people that could come in the arena, or would they play games? I know I remember there was one year, I think it was baseball or it was basketball. Uh, for whatever reason, they played a game without um, an audience. I think it was there was some. I think it was during like the Washington drama. Or oh yeah, like yeah. But like, what's gonna happen in in the NBA? Are they gonna cancel the schedule, or like, how are they gonna deal with it? What What are your thoughts on that? I don't want to talk about this because, but I'm, but 
truth is, I hope the NBA understands that this isn't as big of a deal as everybody's making it seem. I definitely don't think we should play in China <laughs> right now. Mm -hmm. That's a risk. Um, we don't play in Iran. We don't play in Italy. And they're the only real countries that there's any real substantial outbreak. And, right, when, and, when, hold on, and when I say that, do you know what the numbers look like? Well, I know the numbers are low, but the things that uh, in a disease like this, it, things could happen very quickly. Things could change. You know, the tide the tide could change very quickly. It takes one person who's not in check to spread it to a whole bunch of other people. All right. So, and then so hold on. So happen. hold on. Fair enough. I, and, I, and that's the danger of virus. Mm -hmm. But you know, 1.7 million died of cancer last year in the United States. Mm -hmm. 11 people have died of the coronavirus. Not worldwide. No. I'm talking about the United States where, where 95% of the basketball is played. Yeah. But, uh, okay, um, that's fine. I'm just saying, like, they should still have precautions, like, just in case something happens, right? They should have a plan just in case uh, the worst listen, case scenario. I, I'm all for, you know, prepping. Mm -hmm. These guys make... 20, 30, 40, 50 million dollars a year mm -hmm. per player. Yeah. You need to, like, you know, you gotta protect your investment. Well, not just and, investment, but well, I mean, even no, just for public health. But there's there's really no concern to you right now. And there's At no this moment. And there's sure. no concern to anybody right now in the United States. They've basically closed the borders. And Canada, we have a bigger chance here in Toronto something happened. It's, and even then, I, I, it's, it's under 20, I think, that there was even suspected cases. Like, we're, we are way blowing this as a society out of proportion. Scientists, you know are, scientists are even coming out and, and telling you, you don't just wash your hands. You don't wash your hands. I wash my hands every day, man. I, you know, the Purell thing. I, I like Purell. I use, you know, but it's not the be all and end all, you know. I go to the washroom and I wash my hands. Yeah, it's well, not that people, hard. A lot of people don't do that, though. That's all I'm saying. A lot of people I, don't do it. Yep, I agree. But at the end of the day, if you're going to be scared of a virus that could potentially, you might as well sustain your house. No, I'm saying. Walk around a bubble. I'm saying live your life. But I'll, at the same time, like I'm, I'd rather them over blow it than to underestimate. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm flying up. to Jamaica in a couple weeks. And my ticket was four seventy. Mm -hmm. That's the cheapest I played paid to go to Jamaica, and yeah, I don't remember the last time. Yeah, uh, maybe ten years. Maybe this is the cheapest I ever paid. Yeah, and that's obviously what it. And there's yeah. no suspected cases in Caribbean. In the Caribbean, you know, I know. But it's just the fear of flying, flying the airport, travel, and yeah, the yeah. airport and stuff. Yeah. And I'm going to bring my daughter. Yeah. But you know, I, I'm gonna wash her hands. I'm gonna thing. wash my hands. I'm gonna wash her hands. I'm like practicing proper hygiene and health. I think that's the main thing. And be in health. Like yeah. you know, keep your immune system up. You know, eat grandma right and grandpa they have a harder time with this stuff. But eat right, sleep right, drink water. Mm -hmm. You know, make sure you pump yourself full of vitamin C. Even yep. echinacea. Mm -hmm. Stuff that can boost your immune system naturally. Mm -hmm. 
and I don't know. I'm not saying don't be scared. Like, there's be a, cautious. Like, there's uh, don't a, be scared, but yeah, be cautious. That's what I mean. Like, I understand being prepared. I get that. Be prepared. Especially be Especially in the NBA, because millions and millions and millions of do- yeah. billions of dollars at stake. Yeah. So I get it. Yeah. Have a plan. All that money's yeah. there. You got to be planning to do something. Yeah. But don't be scared. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you got to still live your life, man. I, still got to live your life. If you don't. You're just going to be scared of everything for the rest of your life. And it's yeah. not worth it. That's yeah. all I wanted to talk about there. All right. On the other side of the break, we will do a quick little session on fantasy. I'm not too eager about it this this week, but... Uh, I'm all right, I think. We'll see. I have to check, but I'm not. We'll see. We'll be back. Hashtag TCAO. Anywhere you can find a podcast. This is Trap Chat Alley presented by Trap Since 95, enhancing your Raptors fan experience. Visit trapsince95.com and follow us on all social media platforms at TRAPD95. Yes, Trap Chat Alley I am Mikey Charlie alongside Illicit. That's me. So fantasy is up and I'm, you know, still way at the back here. <laughs> I'm still a second to dead last. But, yeah. but let, I mean, let's look right now. One, two, three, four, oh, five. Five guys out tonight for me only. <laughs> <laughs> only, only. Because let's be honest here. I've had five to seven guys out a lot mm-hmm. the whole season. Like, yeah. four or five? If I have four or five out, I'm still competing. <laughs> well, for me, this week, it's it's a little bit of a struggle because I'm going up against the league leader this week. And I'm going up without a, without a full roster myself. As I said previously, I have both Van Vliet and Ibaka on my roster, so obviously... I've already missed four man games between those guys. Um, I have uh, Wendell Carter, who just came back from injury, so he's not up to you know his ideal playing level yet. And there's a couple other moves that to to juggle around, and a couple other missed games. Long story short, I'm getting my ass dragged through the mud, at ten to two at this oh, point. Oh, bro! But I mean, given the the outlook of, of what I'm dealing with, like, this is what I'm expecting. Going up against the number one team in the league, I'm missing already all these man games, and to begin with, I was already down a few games in terms of, like, games played over the week, over the course of the week. I wish we could check how many, like, who had the most man games lost, I think it's me. In this league? Yeah. Probably between you and uh, the last place team. Who I sure. beat pretty handily last week with five guys on the injured list. Yeah. So, I mean, this week, I'm hoping I'll be able to pick up a few more categories. Again, it's going to be hard because, like, I, I still have to make up games. Like, if you look at the games played, I've played 16. Uh, my opponent's played 21. And remaining games, I have 23, and he has 25. Yeah. So, um, Christos Porzingis, who was my keeper from last year, I made a bunch of moves to, to get him. He's finally started to really play well. 34 and 12. Uh, rebounds, three assists, five blocks, three threes. Those numbers are great. If mm-hmm. I had that all season from him, yeah, it would be. A it would be. I, it would have helped me a lot. But I still have Jackson out, Gasol out, Oladipo out, Thompson out, and Hayward out. 
And Hayward, we'll see. He might be out for a little while. So, basically, I'm actually losing 5-6, but it's close right now. Like, I'm off by, like, yeah. a point or whatever. So, like, percentages by a couple. Like, one shot will change that, you know? So, I legitimately have a real good chance to still win this week. I'm not going to make the playoffs. I'm pretty much resound to that already. But, you know, as long as next year I have a little more health, I'll be all right. Yeah. This is the worst I've ever had in fantasy, and I'm not too pissed about it. I, I if, if I was healthy and I got this beating all year, I'd be upset. But I'm not. Literally, it's no joke. I haven't had anything less than four guys injured every day from yeah. the beginning of the season. Yeah. I started with three guys on the injured list, and it basically went like right off the first game. And then someone went down, and I've been out with four guys basically at four to seven. I think the most was eight yeah. one night. I had eight guys out one night. Yeah. How are you going to win? Yeah. Injuries have been played a large factor, not in just real games, but also fantasy league as well. Luckily for me, I'm in fourth place right now. Uh, number, it's a six-team uh, playoff. So I'm somewhat comfortably going to make the playoffs, like unless something tragic happens over the next couple weeks. But I'm confident that I'm going to make the playoffs. I just want to... I'm riding with you. I want to be able to at least... I wanted to try to get gain another position. I'm not sure if we play again. If we no, do... I, I don't... I, I don't, don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think there's like two weeks left after this. Yeah, we're... we're I'm kind of glad. Actually, this is the second last week. So yeah, we're I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glad. <laughs> yeah. You'll be put out of your misery. It's over. Really Thank God. It was, yeah. a rough, it was a rough season. Yeah. Anyway, but hopefully could, I, I can do something in the playoffs. We'll see what happens. Nah, at least getting the money around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. That's it. Another show in the books. As always, my name is Illicit. His is Mikey Charlie. This yeah. is called Trap Chat Alley. You, Yo, man, we need to get some other people involved in this. Let's try and reach out for the playoffs here. If there's anybody that wants to, you know, get involved, do a call, an interview, whatever, let's do it. All right. You know where to reach us? Uh, at trapped 95 trapd 95 on social media Instagram Twitter whatever Google Play iTunes Stitcher Anchor.fm uh, Alicia Town and of course hashtag TCAO yeah and of course say radio the voice of Seneca College alright let's go watch the Raptor game alright it's trapped since 95 for fans for better for worse forever peace peace this is Trap Chat Alley presented by Trap Since 95, enhancing your Raptors fan experience. Visit trapsince95.com and follow us on all social media platforms at trapd95. Yeah.